0: Alright everyone, welcome back to Juice and Jumpers. Uh, what, episode, wait, what episode is it? It's 48, okay. it's episode
1: 48, and this is a fun episode. Uh, we're doing our full NBA mock draft. It's going to be very similar to the one that we did uh, for the NFL. And we're just going to go through the entire first round and uh,
0: make our picks. And Yeah, we're going to go like the alternate pick again. Mm-hmm. So calling out to pick number one for the NFL draft. So I'll pick number one here. And then he got he has two and I got three and etc. We go from there, but yeah, should be fun. Drafts on Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's always a fu- it's always a fun thing to watch. I don't know why. Oh, it's so much fun, dude! Especially after doing this, we can like see how our predictions like matched up with the real thing and. Yeah and, I don't know. It's just fun to see which picks will actually turn out and which ones won't. Yeah. Out of. All these guys, but yeah, let's just get into it. All right everyone, welcome. Uh so I got pick number 1 for the Detroit Pistons. And I'm going Jonathan Kuminga. Wow. <laughs> Did not
1: see that coming.
0: Nah, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm going Cade. I feel like you got to go Cade. It's it's a pretty simple pick. I mean, no one knows what Cade's going to be, but he's a 6-8. He's, I mean he's a 6-8 guard essentially which he's, in my opinion, he's practically positionless. Like mm-hmm. He can run point guard, shooting guard, small forward, and he could even run power forward the way LeBron does. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what, okay, what are your honest thoughts on, on Cade? What do you think about him? See, I haven't watched enough of him. I, I, one thing I do like when I watch him in the tournament is I think he's an underrated playmaker. Um, in my opinion, I think he's underrated. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd agree with you on that one, but. I don't know, that's just what I see. I think Cade's a guy who can actually move the ball better than we think. He Obviously, he's a, he's going to be a primary scorer on the Pistons because, mm-hmm. I mean, they just drafted Killian Hayes last year, so yeah. they also can't. I, I don't think they'll put Cade at the one. But I don't know. I, 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 don't mean, know. I, haven't, I haven't watched enough of Cade Cunningham to make a honest opinion on him yet. I don't know. I'm just gonna have to watch him.
1: Yeah, well, I have watched like a decent amount of Oklahoma State's games last year, and Cade Cunningham like he's a crazy good scorer, um, and it, yeah, it's funny you mentioned his like playmaking ability. He definitely is a playmaker, but I'm just gonna point out that he averaged more turnovers than assists in his in his only year in college, um, and yeah, I don't know. I just think he he needs to have the ball in order to uh, uh, in order to help the team. You know, and that's mainly that's mainly scoring. Yeah, but I, mean, I do
0: know. Every every NBA player comes to figure out that they also need to play without the ball. Mm-hmm. Like you look at a guy like Luca. Luca needs to have the ball in his hands to mm-hmm. be good. He's not good without the ball in his hands. Right. When he has the ball in his hands, he can get assists. He can get. I don't know points. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, yeah. I think I think kid. We'll see. I, I, I know you hate Cade. I know you hate Cade. You no, don't I don't like hate him. Cade. You don't like him. You, I, you not haven't liked him for months.
1: No, I think he's overrated, but he's obviously a really good player. I'm not saying he's going to be a bust. I just don't think he's going to live up to everyone's expect, expectations. In the no, game. not at all. So, well, the,
0: the thing is with Cade, you're, uh, the Pistons are just drafting a guy who, who's going to help him, and they know he's the safe pick because uh-huh. they know he'll come in and average twenty a, 20 a game. Like, that's just what he will do. Mm-hmm. He will average 20 points per game in the NBA throughout his career. Mm-hmm. Like, he might only be a, a good role player, but the Pistons don't need to take a chance on guys like Evan Mobley, Jalen oh, yeah. no, they... Green, Jonathan Kuminga. They don't <laughs> yeah. need to take a chance. They just need to take a yeah. solid guy who can play. Oh,
1: yeah. They're taking they're taking
0: Cade, almost guaranteed. Yeah, they, They've been saying that since,
1: like, before the college basketball season. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, pick number two. Um this one could be one of two guys, but I think I think you gotta go Jalen Green. Jalen Green to Houston. <clears throat> yeah. Like he is he's risen in the draft. He he's always been like projected top five, but now he's risen to two or three. And uh, he's he's a walking bucket. Like he he's from the G League. Um he would give the Rockets some, some depth and some scoring and playmaking that they desperately need. And um, I just – you could also go Mobley on this one because they could use a good center too. But I think – I don't think you can pass on Jalen Green at this point.
0: No, they got Christian Wood too already. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, Jalen Green could just score. He's, that, he's that, is, that is what it is. The man can score. He's a hooper. He, yeah. There, like there's basketball players and there's hoopers, yep. and Jalen Green a is a hooper. hooper. He can score the ball so well. It's It's – yeah, he's I like crazy. that pick. And I don't think,
1: like, <clears throat> most people don't really watch the G League, so they don't really know how good Jalen Green really is. He's really good. Yeah. Like, crazy athletic.
0: Yeah, so. Yeah, he's got he's got some nice size to him, too. 6'6 six, six guard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> all right. Number three, Cleveland Cavaliers, Evan Mobley. I think these top four picks are all pretty self-explanatory. But. I think, I think the Cavs just need a guy who can fit next to Sexton and Garland if they're going to keep Sexton, mm-hmm. you know. And there's some rumors going around that they might not sign back Jared Allen if they get Evan Mobley, mm-hmm. which, I don't know, is something that uh, – I don't know if I see that happening. I feel like they're going to take back Jared Allen. Yeah. Because well, I think you could run Evan Mobley at the power forward for the for – uh, you,
1: Yeah, you for sure could. That'd be
0: a – Crazy for the Cavs Because he can runner. stretch the floor well mm-hmm. Excellent shot blocker Literally crazy yeah. shot blocker yep. Super big uh, wingspan He's honestly just a 7 footer Who can kind of stretch the floor mm-hmm. he's, I don't, uh, he's a decent playmaker
1: He Yeah he can be It's just like It's just his height He can reach yeah. above
0: everyone pretty much Yeah exactly And he could honestly He's a decent shooter I'd say Yeah he is
1: a decent shooter I'd say, For like, a 7 footer he,
0: he, he can knock down some shots from 3 mm-hmm. When needed Yeah uh yeah, I he's just kind of one of those guys what where you're like, "All right, I don't know what I'm getting quite yet, but we'll mm-hmm. kind of see how it plays out. 7-footer who can stretch the floor."
1: Super skinny though, that's the only thing.
0: Yeah, but you Proud know, to injury, but we we see what Giannis was. Mm-hmm. He was super skinny and he oh, yeah. came in and he's a he's a big boy now.
1: Yeah, um with with the Cavs pick here, uh they they would get pretty lucky here if Evan Mobley fell fell into them because they don't really need they don't really need a guard at this point they have they have a, a solid backcourt and so if Evan Evan Mobley fell if he was still available at pick number three I think they have to take him
0: yeah I think another thing I I could see happening is the Cavs moving back I think yeah. they can move back enough because they already got Sexton yeah. Garland and they got they got Jared Allen so if they can pick up. They could move down to five for the Magic. And they could nice. they could get like a solid power five forward. and eight. Yeah, that'd be crazy. For three, I think that's a great idea for oh, them. Yeah. Oh yeah, They're nuts. Yeah, I I think Cleveland's gonna look to move this pick though. Yeah, it's
1: I don't know. It's hard to say. It could go either way.
0: All well, right. Okay. Pick uh, number don't four. Don't mess this up for my Toronto Raptors.
1: No, dude. They're going Jalen Suggs. Kuminga, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, in my opinion, Jalen Suggs, uh, I mean, he's arguably the most well-rounded player in the draft. Um, For sure. He can, he can do it all, really. He's a great ball handler, great playmaker, great defender, you know. Maybe not great at all these things, but he's really good at all these things, you know. Um, he's he's super uh, quick and athletic, Um and I think this is a great fit for the Raptors, honestly yeah. uh with Kyle Lowry kind of a question mark he's getting old. you know I think Suggs could play right next to van vliet and that that like they're both super quick they could uh they'd be really good in transition. Jalen Suggs is an amazing transition player i think I think he's a really good fit for the um For the Raptors. Oh, yeah.
0: I think Jalen Suggs just has that it factor, too. Mm -hmm. The man can come in and play right away, and he'll be fine. Oh, yeah. He he can start day one, and he'll be fine. But I think he'll actually play more at shooting guard than point guard.
1: Well, yeah. Well, yeah. With Van Vliet, I agree. But he can totally play shooting guard, you know? It can be almost like a a two-guard type deal where they take turns. Yeah, exactly. You
0: know? Um, But, yeah. All right, so number five. Everyone seems to be going Jonathan Kuminga lately because he's a guy with a lot of upside, six eight power forward. But I honestly hate that pick for the Magic. I think the Magic need to get a guy who's just like, we're rebuilding. Let's start here with mm-hmm. this guy because they got decent guys still. They got Markel Fultz, they got Jonathan Isaac, they got Wendell Carter, they got some guys who can play hmm So for them I'm gonna give him Scotty Barnes. hmm
1: Yeah, I've seen I've seen Kuminga or Barnes. It's about fifty fifty from what I've seen.
0: Yeah, same. I, I like Barnes fit better though. I mean he's six eight, six seven, small forward with the seven three wingspan. He's not a crazy scorer, mm-hmm. but he actually is very, very good with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Like the man can make plays. He is one <laughs> this is like a stretch, but he's one of the best Six eight playmakers. I've seen since, like LeBron and Luca. Yeah, like I, like Scotty Barnes. If you go and watch him, when the man has the ball in his hands, he makes plays. That's well, what he does. I think I
1: think honestly, Scotty Barnes and Jonathan Kuminga are pretty similar players within the fact that um, they have a lot of potential, and but they haven't really shown a lot of yeah. what they can do. You I think Scotty
0: Barnes is more of a solid pick because with Kuminga. You're waiting for him to develop a jump shot mm-hmm. for him to be good. Scotty Barnes doesn't have to get that jump shot to be good. He's right. already a – I mean, he's below-average shooter, but he's great in transition, and he's a great defender. Well, and the thing He's with, a great yeah, defender. Yeah, that's,
1: that's the main thing with Scotty Barnes is his defense. And the thing is, like, they list him as a small forward. He can play he can anything play from point, point guard to he, – he, yeah, he ran point guard at Florida State. Yep. So he could play point guard, small forward, power forward even.
0: But my shooting guard, he's yeah, a awesome. knockdown shooter.
1: Yeah, I'm not super high on Scotty Barnes just because he, like ha- he hasn't proven much, but I do like that pick for the magic.
0: I like him. I I, I fell in love with him doing this research last night. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I just like the way he played.
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy to me that people have him going, like, top five. Yeah. Because I, like... I I don't know. What do you think about a guy
0: like Isaac Okoro last year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the Cavs? No one had that guy. I mean, no one – I mean, everyone knew he was going top five, but it's like the guy can only defend. Right, yeah. And that's what he did this yeah. year. He just yeah. defended, and mm-hmm. he was good. And I feel
1: like that will be very similar situation with Scotty Barnes.
0: Oh, yeah. All right, so, oh, yeah. so we ran, rounded out our top five picks. We got Cade to the Pistons, Jalen Green to the Rockets, Evan Mobley to the Cavs, Jalen Suggs to the Raptors, and then Scotty Barnes to the Magic. Let's move on to pick number six for you.
1: Yeah, so pick number six. Um, yeah, it was either gonna be one or two guys. Whoever you didn't take at five, so I'm taking Jonathan Kuminga um, to OKC. Uh, OKC they can afford this pick because they have uh, like so many picks this draft, yeah. so they can afford to take a chance on, on uh, Jonathan Kuminga. And also, uh, they could really they could use a guy at the like power forward or small forward position. Um, and Jonathan Kaminga, like, I don't know. He, he has so much potential, and you don't really know what you're going to get from him. It's a risky pick, but I think they, I think the Thunder can afford to take that pick. You know?
0: Yeah. One thing I saw the other day, which I really liked, is Jonathan Kaminga can be a guy who makes $75 million in his NBA career. But if he adds a jump shot, he can be a guy who makes $275 million mm-hmm. in his NBA career. Oh, yeah. If Jonathan Kaminga gets a jump shot, he's a steal at six.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, yeah. he is
0: a steal. And I think – the guy can play. Oh, yeah. And, like, jump
1: shot is, like, the big area that he's lacking in. So that's, that's probably yeah. what they're going to work on the most. You exactly, know? exactly. And you think about, like, he's projected top, top six for a reason, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think you can pass up Jonathan Kaminga.
0: No, no, not at all. I, I like that pick for them mm-hmm. because I think the only small forward they have is Pokaszewski.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they need they need a forward.
0: Yeah, forward. so this is where I kind of ruined the draft. Oh great. Um. So in my in my mind, Warriors will trade this pick at seven. It'll so? be traded for sure. They will not have seven or fourteen before the draft comes on Thursday. But <laughs> if they do keep the pick, if if they do. <laughs> I have them taking Moses Moody. Huh. All right. Um. I'll I'll try and break it down for you. I'll try and break it down for you on why I like the pick. Mm-hmm. If they keep seven, well, actually, so first of all, they're looking to trade seven and fourteen for a guy who can run small forward mm-hmm. or power forward. Mm-hmm. Now you got a six-six guy in Moses Moody here, who he's not great when the ball's not in his hands. So the ball can be in his hands on the Warriors because he they have two guys who are great without the ball in their hands, which right. is Clay and Steph,
1: especially Clay. Yeah, Steph does a lot with the ball as well. Yeah,
0: but you see what he does without the ball, dude. Right. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't.
1: No, no, I, no, no. no I'm just okay. saying. I'm just saying.
0: To me, a guy like Moses Moody compares to Chris Middleton, a guy who mm-hmm. can pretty much just knock down shots and does nothing else. Yeah, I mean Chris I can... Middleton can do some things, and Moses Moody can do some things, mm-hmm. but. Moses Woon, he's not a great defender. Mm-hmm. He's not a great inside scorer. He's just a guy who knocks down mid-range and th- and a couple three-pointers a game. Right. And I think adding some scoring to the Warriors. I mean, who I don't know who what other guys they would draft at 7 who I like the fit. I mean, you can get some guys who can play defense like Davion Mitchell. Yep. Right, or i can seen, get
1: uh, them drafting
0: Booknight as well. Yeah, you can get Booknight, Keon Johnson if you want to go risky, Franz Wagner, but I I think they want a guy who's just going to come in and knock down shots if they're going to try and compete this year. Uh uh-huh. Because they got, they got plenty of guys on the bench who can... Sorry, Rick and Morty calling. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, just, I, I have a feeling about this pick that I think if they keep 7, they'll go Moses.
1: Okay, I like the pick, but not
0: at 7. I think they could
1: still get Mo- Moses Moody at 14, honestly.
0: Yeah, they probably um, could, but we're rolling with it at 7 today.
1: All right. So pick number 8. That that gives me some options, then.
0: Yeah, it gives you plenty. So,
1: pick number eight, the Magic. Okay. Ooh. Oh, this is tough. So, they either go Davion Mitchell or James Booknight, depending on who's still available. Ooh, but if they're both still available?
0: I think they go Booknight. I think... I think they go Young. (laughs) Because... That's tough. Davion Mitchell is already 22 years old. Yeah, but that's still young. Well, yeah, but in NBA year, how old is James Booknight? Um, I don't know, nineteen, twenty. 20? He's 20. So James Booknight would have two years to develop to get to a stage like Davion Mitchell. Yeah, but and I, the Magic I think can that's afford a huge that. factor, though. Oh, I think it's huge. Mm-mm. I think Davion Mitchell would fit well with the team like Jazz. He could go to the Warriors. He could go to, gosh, what other teams? There's plenty of other teams Davion Mitchell could go to. But... I got like James Booknight. Someone's just going to take a chance on him. Mhm. I don't know. It's your pick though, so.
1: Yeah. I know, Well, I think Davion Mitchell is definitely the safe bet. Um Yeah, James Booknight. I don't know. Well, the thing is like Davion Mitchell is 2 years older than James Booknight. Um, but you can tell he's more developed. You know? Well, two he's years older. Yeah. So I don't so I don't know. Um And da- everyone looks at Davion Mitchell as a as a defender. But he's he's a scorer too, and oh my gosh, this is so tough. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go book night on this one. I think the Magic are just like are just like dug themselves a huge pit, and they just need anyone who can score to the ball. Get a, yeah, to score the ball and get them out of the pit.
0: Markel Fultz cannot shoot.
1: No, he sucks, honestly. They just
0: need a guy who can come in, stand next to Markel Fultz and pop threes. Yeah, like, literally. and like
1: James Booknight, like, there were, some, there were some questions on his three-point shooting, you know, because he was kind of inconsistent. But in the pre-draft, dude, in the, whatever they call it, the combine or whatever, yeah. he, was, he was wet. Like, so that, I think that pretty much fixes any concerns that people had yeah. about his shooting. Yeah. And yeah, I think the Magic just need a score, honestly.
0: Yeah, I like that pick. I like that so. pick to the Magic. I didn't even think about them taking book night. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I get so giddy over my picks. Not Josh giddy though. My gosh, dude. <laughs> nah, I'm going. uh I'm Going, oh Jalen Johnson.
1: What the heck?
0: Yep, I know. Weird, right? Yeah. Um, the reason I like this pick is. Okay. Sorry, I just, it takes me so long to explain. <laughs> so hard. they they're most likely getting rid of Buddy Hield this this off season, uh-huh. and then they got they got two dominant guys at one and two for their uh, point guard and shooting guard. They got De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Now if they get a guy like Jalen Johnson, six nine small forward, and he's really good with the ball in his hand, which is something he would have to work on if he went to the Kings. Mm-hmm. But I really think if they got Jalen Johnson, they could spread that floor so much with the Kings. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. Jalen Johnson's a guy who plays like LeBron, Penny Hardaway, and Magic. They need the ball in their hands, and they're honestly a very good playmaker. They're underrated playmaker, all mm-hmm. of them. I, I I I know it's a weird fit, but he's a young scorer and he's got a bunch of upside. And yeah, I, I oh, like yeah. the fit for the Kings.
1: Yeah, I like the fit as well, but. I, I, honestly, dude, I it's hate. It's a
0: stretch at nine.
1: It, it is a stretch at nine, and I, I am not a fan of Jalen Johnson at all. Really? I think, I think quitting, I, like I think quitting Duke midway through the season was the stupidest thing he could have done. Like I don't. he, he, he was amazing in high school. He showed signs of potential in at Duke, but didn't really, didn't really show a bunch. You know, I think he's a huge question mark with a lot of upside, but I don't, I don't think he's proven himself at all, really. You know, but if, I,
0: but he was he stayed at Duke for long enough to where he still wasn't proving himself, so he's like, screw it, I don't need to stay here. I'm not doing anything good for the team. Let me try and go <laughs> get ready for the NBA draft and see if everyone forgets about it.
1: Right, I know, I know. Which I think was just was it just was stupid, stupid. But I don't. I'm not a fan of Jalen Johnson. Like I could totally see him going like high teens, you know. Oh yeah. But I don't know. Taking him at nine, that's that's yeah. interesting. I know. So. I cannot believe that Davion Mitchell is still there at 10. Mm-hmm. But I'm sticking with my list. And at number 10, uh, the Pelicans, I'm taking Corey Kispert.
0: Yeah, that's an easy pick.
1: Um, yeah, they, they, the Pelicans need shooters, and not only shooters, but people that don't need the ball in their hands to perform, you know, because they have some ball-dominant players like Zion and Brandon Ingram, um, and they just need a spot-up shooter, you know. Just and Corey like what, Kispert is the perfect example of a spot up yeah. shooter.
0: Best shooter in the draft for sure. And yeah. they're just kind of trying to get out of Kispert what they got out of Redick. Yeah, exactly. Just yep. the, and Redick's getting old, so they kinda knew that. So now they want to get their spot up shooter back. Corey Kispert fits that perfectly. Oh
1: yeah. And he's he's a bigger body than Redick and, <laughs> oh, he's huge. and a lot Six, better seven. defender, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I yeah, I like that, that be pick a, a lot.
0: Great fit. Great mm-hmm. shooter. I I yeah I've liked that fit since yeah. since like day one when I saw this draft I was like okay Corey Kispert can fall to ten and it's uh-huh. a great pick for the Pelicans well, I don't I don't think even he's
1: even falling to ten you know like no I've seen a, a lot of people like having him like thirteen or fifteen or something like yeah. that so I th- I think the Pelicans I think that's a great pick for them
0: all right all right all right all right all right so. Number 11, we got the Hornets. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Isaiah Jackson from Kentucky yes. is going to the Hornets. I was trying to explain this to Colin last night, but the Hornets just need a big man. <laughs> like yep. They need a big man, and they need a big man. They know it's just going to come in and be solid right away because who knows? They could get Lonzo, and they just signed LiAngelo, and they already have Lamelo. <laughs> So now they just need a big guy. They <laughs> yeah. just need a big no guy, kidding. honestly.
1: Dude, Cody Zeller, bro, he's a baller. Dude, man. I I
0: hate Cody Zeller. He is one of my least favorite players. Yeah,
1: he's trash, dude.
0: Um, yeah, I think I think Isaiah Jackson's personally one of the the best rim protector in the draft. And that's he's what good, that's what yeah. the Hornets need. The Hornets just need a rim protector, a guy who can come in, plug and play right away, and just Helps out instantly on the defensive side, mm-hmm. the interior defensive side of the ball. Oh, yeah. And I think Isaiah Jackson can be that for the Hornets.
1: Yeah, I, I like that pick. And this, the next one might be a little controversial for people, but uh, number 12, I have the Spurs taking Kai Jones out of oh wow out of Texas. Yep, Gee. So the Spurs need a big man no matter what. There's that whole deal with LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, he's not on the team anymore. Um, they they need a big man, you know. Um, and Kai Jones, he's a paint beast. He's super athletic. He's got a crazy vertical. Um, <clears throat> and he can stretch the floor, too, knock down the occasional three-pointer. I think he's a perfect fit for the Spurs. They need just a, a paint beast, you know. And, yeah, and Kai Jones is that guy. So
0: huh.
1: I like, I like that fit a lot with the Spurs. And he's, and he's probably the best big man
0: available at that point. Oh, yeah. So. Okay, so at 13 I had Jared Butler out of Baylor. Screw it. I'm going Davion Mitchell because he's still there. Oh, yeah. I, I like Good. Davion Mitchell. He's I'm a huge Davion Mitchell. 6'2 guy who can – I don't know. He's one of those guys that's just going to come in and be plug-and-play right away, and that's what the Pacers need. I think mm-hmm. all these guys coming out of Baylor are just going to be – they can play right now. Oh, yeah. They can play right now. They're made to play right now. Um, he doesn't have, like, elite size or anything like that, but... He doesn't need it, though. No, no. Great defender, super fast. Yep. I'd say an above-average score.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, his first step when he's going to the hoop is... You can't so You can't catch him, dude. Like, no. he's, he's crazy on those drives. Yeah, I'm super high on Davion Mitchell. I don't see
0: him falling this far to 13, to be honest. No, but... but. I liked it, so I was like, "Screw it, I'll take him." Yeah. And who knows if Brogdon is coming back or not?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: We'll see how that so, all turns out. Very interesting. All right, fourteen with the Warriors. The Warriors. Uh,
1: this is so this is tough because you took Moody, who's a who's a three point a three point specialist. I was thinking, uh, I'm not I'm not taking him. Originally, I was thinking Chris Duarte from Oregon because mm-hmm. he's just a he's a, also a spot up shooter yep. and he would fit well with the Warriors. But after you took Moody, who's a similar player, I'm gonna take Franz Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner, out of Michigan. So I like the pick. Yeah, I like this pick too. He's a six-nine small forward. He can. He's a good three-point shooter too, which matches the Warriors' dynamic really well. Mm -hmm. He's also a great defender, a great free throw shooter, um, and he's aggressive.
0: You know. The one thing I like about Franz Wagner, he's got a he's got a high basketball IQ, uh-huh. and he's just one of those guys who just knows how to play. He's got great court vision, and obviously that fits well with uh with the Warriors. Yeah, if and they, they need a forward picks.
1: too, and Franz Wagner's a a great pick.
0: Okay, so I think everyone knows Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook will most likely be traded this off season.
1: For sure, Beal. I think For sure, Beal. Beal, Beal Westbrook, Westbrook eh? might not. We'll see.
0: So I'm just going to draft Westbrook's counterpart, Keon Johnson. All right. A guy who plays like Westbrook. He's just got crazy athleticism. Not a great shooter. Decent defender. And he can sit next to Westbrook for the next year and learn how to play in the NBA. Yeah, I just have the Wizards taking Keon Johnson. I was going to give him Franz Wagner, but, yeah, you took him. So Keon Johnson to the Wizards because I don't think they're getting Beal back. And there's no one else at 15 josh giddy's a stretch sharif cooper maybe who i like i like keon johnson's upside here crazy athletic he can score the ball sometimes and a decent defender he's one of those guys you drafted on potential Mm -hmm. and honestly the wizards look like they have room for that right now
1: oh yeah that i i uh i agree with that i like that pick um I I've seen a lot of mock drafts that have uh, Keon Johnson going top ten. Yeah, which honestly blows my mind, dude. Yeah, uh, I have like I've seen a bunch where he's like number six. It's it's nuts, and like Keon Johnson played with this guy named Jaden Springer, yeah, um, who are pretty similar players. But I just watching, I always thought Jaden Springer had the had a, just a step on, on Keon Johnson. But I don't know. It's it all comes down to uh, what he can do or what he might be able to do. Yeah. You know, it's it's a it's always it's a risky pick no matter where you take him, but I like I like that fit with uh the Wizards.
0: Yeah, I like it too. So
1: All right, yeah. Now the Thunder have the 16th pick and ah, uh, this might be a little bit of a stretch. But give me uh Cam Thomas out of LSU.
0: Dude, come on. <laughs> Dude, that was my next pick. Damn it. Bro, no. I wanted to talk about that. We can talk about it now.
1: Damn. <laughs> but
0: Cam Thomas, dude, he's a stud. Bro, I did not think you were going to take him. I dude, I was banking on that pick for so long for the Grizzlies because I didn't have anyone else in mind. And I was I like, know. Cam Thomas is just an elite scorer. Uh-huh. Like he's just an absolute <laughs> bucket when he's on the floor.
1: Oh, I know. And that, oh,
0: dude. like LSU
1: had like a big three pretty much and Cam Thomas is arguably the best one out of those three. Yeah. Um and yeah, he's he's a scorer. He's in a really talented score. He's a shooter, he's he can drive. And, but it, it still blows my mind that like P, like Keon Johnson is most likely gonna get drafted before Cam Thomas,
0: you know. Did I think I think Cam Thomas is one of those guys like Lou Will. Like Cam uh-huh. Thomas is not gonna come in and be a starter. He won't.
1: Right, right. But right, he's right.
0: a guy like Lou Will who can come off the bench and it's just a bucket getter. Oh yeah. Like for if he goes to the Thunder, he for would, sure he'll probably be a starter.
1: Yeah, put him next to Shay. Or and he then, could come up or he could be like a six man,
0: you know? Yeah. Exactly. But if he went to the Grizzlies he could come off the bench for Ja and Dylan Brooks and all, and Grayson Allen and all those guys, yeah, and be yeah. an elite scorer. Oh, yeah,
1: just bring energy off the bench.
0: Exactly. For sure. Dude, that is a great pick to OKC, though. Yeah. Dude, thanks, if Cam Thomas doesn't go in the top 20, I'm going to be so surprised. Dude, my
1: mind is going to be blown. Like.
0: Dude, same, because this cause, draft is so deep. I know, and this,
1: this thing had him ranked, like what, like 20-something?
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh, now, I, now I'm getting into uncharted waters here. Um, the Grizzlies. Okay, I'll give him Chris Duarte. Okay.
1: That's a that's a
0: good I, pick. I like that pick. He can fit next to John and Dylan Brooks cuz honestly, I don't think Grayson Allen is anything. No, not really. And um
1: yeah, he'd be a great a great player to add depth.
0: Yeah, you know? exactly. He's the guy who can just come in and shoot. He's a little older. He kind of fits the timeline of John and these guys. And I think he's one of those guys who can come into the NBA right now and just start shooting.
1: Oh yeah, and like the Grizzlies don't really have one of those players that can just shoot, you know, no. like like Dylan Brooks. He, maybe I wouldn't even say that though. Like he's he's a stretch. And then Grayson Allen will hit the occasional three, but they don't have like someone who is meant for three pointers. Yeah, three
0: pointers only. You know, bringing Chris, Chris Dorte in can help with that. Definitely.
1: So yeah, eighteen to Thunder.
0: All right, don't mess me up again. So this please. one,
1: uh, I could take two. One of two guys.
0: Yeah, don't take the guy we're thinking of.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so I This is kind of tough Because I don't really know many of these uh, um, Whatever, foreign Prospects, but there's Yeah, there's this guy, his name is Alperin Sengun Sengun, yeah. <laughs> Sengun yep. whatever, from Turkey He's a center um, He, like, OKC okay, Also needs a center, you know They need, or at least like a I don't know, they need a, a big guy He's, They need a big He's six nine, he could play the he could play the four. I don't know a whole lot about him, but I he can stretch the floor and he's he's just a post scorer that has yeah. perimeter skills as well. Yep. Yep. So I don't think you can really go wrong. No, there's not the a lot of doing.
0: there's not a lot of bigs in this draft. Not really. I like how our board's looking, though. I do, too. It's not looking like your normal mock drafts. No. <laughs> that's the thing I like about our mock drafts is that none of them turn out to look like a normal I mock know, draft. I know, I know.
1: But it's, it's still, like, what's best for the team, you know? Yeah, exactly. I feel like, I feel like a lot of these mock drafts that you we, we can find online are, like, who, uh, who's the best available,
0: you know? Not who's yeah. best for the team. Exactly. But... Okay, so, for the Knicks, D. Rose is old, Frank Neal probably not coming back, and Alfred Payton cannot be your number one point guard. Right, yeah. On a, de- a defensive-heavy team, they need scoring. Mm-hmm. Sharif Cooper, I have him going to the Knicks. He's one of uh, two guys in the past 10 years to average 20 points per game and eight assists in college. The other two were Trey Young and John ja Morant. Mm-hmm. And Sh- Sharif Cooper is, yeah, I wrote right here, he's my favorite prospect in the draft.
1: He's so good,
0: he dude. He's so good that he's down at nineteen. To the I know Knicks. that's
1: crazy too, because like a lot of mock drafts don't even have him top twenty. No, dude. And, like
0: he's better than a lot of these dude, guys. He's dude, he's literally a floor general. He is a crafty scorer. I think in the in the paint, he kind of scores like Kyrie. Yeah, like honestly, he's always doing circus like he's layups. Super
1: athletic and like, dude,
0: exactly. People knock
1: people knock down Sharif Cooper because Auburn didn't do great in the tournament. Yeah, you know? but he, he, one thing he so
0: does good. need to improve on is his. Um, Shooting. He's not a. Yeah. He's not a great shooter, right. but he can shoot. Right. Um, and Sharif Cooper is just one of those guys. I I actually did watch some Sharif Cooper last year. Is that Sharif Cooper has the it factor? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he has a determination his eye where he's like, I'm not failing. Mm-hmm. And I I love seeing that in guys. So yeah, I got Sharif Cooper to the Knicks yeah. at nineteen.
1: I like that pick. Okay, the Hawks. Um, let's see. So. Yeah, okay. This is kind of a tough one, but I I have the Hawks taking Zaire Williams out of Stanford. Ooh. Yeah. That seems high to me. It is it is high, but Zaire Williams is uh also one of those guys that has a crazy amount of potential and you're not really sure how good he's going to be yet, but he can be really good, you know? He's a he provides wing scoring to the Hawks, which would help which would help them too. He's a I guess they have him as a shooting guard, but I I would put him at the at the three, probably yeah. He um, adds
0: some depth off the bench,
1: right? Exactly. Yeah, he's he's athletic with potential,
0: you know, and I think like the Hawks don't even need a guy; they're just drafting. Exactly. Yeah,
1: and they who knows they they could get trade value out of Williams. And they're just know? adding
0: to their wings they have already: exactly. Herder, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish. Add another wing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Can't uh,
0: go wrong with too many wings. All right. So, I got to find my guy. I don't even know how high he is on the draft boards here.
1: You're scrolling way down.
0: <laughs> I know, that. I don't even know what position they have him listed at. Oh, that's way too far. What the... <laughs> Um Okay, so Knicks have 21st pick. And where is my guy? Okay, right here. I'm drafted oh. Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Wow. Out of Villanova. I like the pick because they need a guy who can come in and play like Randall uh-huh. when Randall's not on the floor. And I think Jeremiah robinson Earl plays just like Randall. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Great defender. He's a guy who can come in, score in the paint. Um. Honestly, yeah, he's, he's going to be a great backup for Randall. He's a great defender, which is what Thibodeau likes. Thibodeau likes great defenders, and he's exactly that. And I think he just fits with the team well.
1: Yeah, I... I like that pick a lot, actually. Wow. And I don't think that's much of a stretch either Mm -mm. because after uh, Villanova's best player, um, Colin, what's his freaking name? I I forgot his name, but their best player got injured. Uh, Robinson Earl stepped up and really, really played well. Yeah, he did. I like that pick a lot, actually. Wow. Yeah,
0: so I had had the Knicks at 19 taking Sharif and then 21 Jeremiah Robinson Earl.
1: I like that. They're getting a really, really good uh, variety of players there. Yeah. Okay, all right, let's go back to all here. The Lakers are up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know who
1: the Lakers need. I don't know either. I say okay. I have the Lakers probably in this spot taking Jared Butler. Um, okay. Because he's he's another one of those guys that's just ready to play. Yep. He's super developed already. Yep. Um, coming out of Baylor, and especially with the uh, the Lakers move, possibly moving um, Caldwell Pope. You know. Um, yep. And Kuzma. Yeah, and they've had problems with Schroeder too. Um, I don't. Yeah, I think Jared Butler off the bench would
0: be great, honestly. Yeah, honestly just add depth because yeah. that's what they need. They he's just, just need an depth. all-around scorer, and he's aggressive too. Yep. Just can't go wrong with him. All right, now I got another guy. So I got Houston at 23 now, and I got another guy who's a, just a big stretch. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, he's way down here. I saw him earlier. Oh, my goodness. Matthew Hurd out of Duke. So, the one thing I like, I like, I like about Matthew Hurd is he was leading the ACC in scoring. Mm-hmm. The one thing I also do like about him is he's from Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think he could be a nice stretch four. He can play next to Christian Wood. Uh-huh. I, in my opinion, he. I mean, obviously he's not Dirk, uh-huh. but he, he kind of plays like Dirk. He can shoot from the perimeter. He can get inside, do some fadeaways. I don't know. I think they just need to add any – it looks like their team is heading towards a scoring type of team, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because be. they got Green and they got – gosh, who's that other guy who dropped 50 last year? Kevin um, Porter Jr. Yep, yeah, yep, They got Christian Wood. It's like let's just add a power forward in there, Matthew Hurt, add another scoring scoring guy.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting pick. It's a risky I th- pick. I think – I don't know. I think, I think they
0: could get him in the second round. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's in the, I trade down say. into a second-round pick. Definitely. Yeah.
1: But uh, I think – I don't know. I like the pick overall. I think it's a little bit of a stretch. And you're talking about, like, the scoring team, you know. Honestly, I feel like you need a guy that can just uh, feed your other scores, you know, because yeah. Matthew Hurt, he's not going to be, like, first option, second option, even third option, you know. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be – Everyone trying to score, and I I don't know. I think the Rockets just need some more people to set up. See, the one thing I was having
0: problems with is, like, I don't know who else to put in there. Yeah, I know. Because they need a power forward. I mean, Christian Wood's definitely going to most likely play center next year. Kelly Olenek's contract's over. Dante Exum's contract's over. DJ Wilson doesn't have a contract. Avery Bradley doesn't have a contract. Like, half these guys don't even have a contract. Their team is falling apart. It is. They have nothing. And I think... If you get a guy who can just come in and just play right away, just get Matthew Hurt. He's not gonna make the news. He's not gonna be one of those guys who's always out there trying to get more media time. He's just right. gonna come in and play. And I don't know. I like to pick. Like you, you think about Matthew Hurt. Half the people don't know who Matthew Hurt is. I know he's leading the ACC in scoring last it's crazy game.
1: It's just because Duke did not perform well at all as a team. You yeah.
0: Know? No. All right. That's an
1: interesting pick.
0: Twenty four. Oh, the you're rockets. back with Houston, okay, can I just you... had Houston, so now you yeah, gotta yeah. fix Houston. <laughs> I just messed him up. <laughs> all right,
1: can you scroll a little bit for me? Um, okay, this is tough. um, you can go back up Let's see, so yeah, this is tough, dude. I feel like they could really use a nice small forward, mm-hmm. but there aren't really any. <laughs> this
0: is great
1: small forwards available right now? No. I'm not a,
0: yeah. Yeah, this is a tough pick for Houston. You know what? I'm going to go
1: risky here. I say they take a foreign guy. Um, and, yeah, I say they go, oof. Yeah, I say they go Uzman. Uzman Garuba.
0: Yeah, this guy's supposed to be drafted high. I don't know anything about him.
1: I don't know I don't know either. But he's just off what I've heard, he's like an athletic power forward, but he's still like strong and kind of a beast. Oh yeah. So I don't know much about him either, but I like that pick.
0: Yeah. Alright. See if I can find my guy here. Alright, so twenty five, we got the Clippers. And I don't think the Clippers really have a power forward, do they?
1: I mean Marcus Morris
0: nah, but. I don't like that counts. nah, okay, I haven't taken a dominant power forward presence, Greg Brown out of Texas uh he kind of played in the shadow of Kai Jones all year, so bet, no one yeah. really got to see his full potential, and he didn't have a great rookie year, but he he I think he kind of knew he was going to go into the draft anyways, but honestly, he's a great shot blocker for the team horrible shooter uh-huh. oh it, it's it's horrendous when he shoots the ball, um, but he's an inside scorer, and honestly, just add another shot blocker to the Clippers, because they need anything, because who knows if they're getting Kawhi back,
1: right, yeah, I don't know, that's, a, that's an interesting pick, I'm not super high on Greg Jones, I, th- I feel like he thinks he's better than he really is, you know, he's, yeah. not, he's not a very good scorer, he's, he's an athletic, um, super athletic and good blocker, like you said, well, I don't know. I, f- I feel like I don't really see him going first round, to be honest. <laughs> but that's an I- I, that's an interesting pick. For I don't like players. half
0: my guys I draft are supposed to be going first <laughs> round. <laughs> okay, let's see. The Nuggets.
1: Interesting. Um, let's see. So, the Nuggets pretty much are just drafting for depth right now. Um, uh, let's see. I'm not... So, the Nuggets... Let's see. All most of these most of these guys are like point guards, shooting guards which they don't really need. I mean, they could use a backup. They could use a backup, yeah. You know what? I say I don't really know much about Josh Giddy, but I say they just take a chance on him from Australia. Like I've even seen him going top 10 in some in some mock drafts. Yeah. So he
0: must be pretty good then. He's I think they're just kind of thinking about LaMelo, 6-7 guard last year came in one rookie of the year played in the NBL. That's the same thing with Josh Giddey. He's a six-six guard who can come in and play right away. Right. And then they got, they got lucky on
1: foreign guy with Campazzo. So why, yep. not, why not get another one and try your luck again, you know?
0: Exactly. All right, for Brooklyn, they need to add depth. Bad. Mm-hmm. They need anyone who can come off the bench and score the ball. Yeah. Because Bruce Brown cannot be your number one scorer off the bench. <laughs> it can't be that way. No. So I think they're bringing Trey Murphy, a guy who shot 50-40-90 last year for, uh, gosh, what was it, Virginia Tech? Virginia. No, just Virginia. Virginia. Um he can play right now and he's he's a little bit of an older guy, and I think Brooklyn needs that. They need a guy who's NBA ready now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they're gonna win the championship, they need the shooter off the bench. And who knows what they're getting out of Kyrie and Harden because they were injured. Right. Literally the whole the whole time. All those, so.
1: That all those three players are injury prone. You yeah, know? exactly. So, and it's like
0: he's a six eight shooting guard. Just take him. You can't go wrong. No, you can't. He's a great pick. All right. All right. So you're at 28 with
1: the 76ers. The team that
0: shall not be named. Oh, my gosh. Please draft the worst player possible. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just,
1: <laughs> just the worst player in the draft. So, let's see. The 76ers, they have a really – I'd say they have a pretty well-rounded team at this point.
0: Yeah, but who knows what they're getting with. Right. I know. You thinking? Yeah. You think what I'm thinking? Kinda,
1: I'm, I was thinking – I'm thinking Trey Mann out of Florida. So that Trey Mann showed so much potential. Dude, he's honestly, I'm, I like Trey Mann a lot. From
0: his freshman to his sophomore year. His freshman year, he was not good. Uh-huh. Averaged like five points a game. And then I think he, he was one of those guys who was like, I'm, I need to come back for another year because I need development. Oh, yeah. Like and he uh, wouldn't have gotten drafted if he only
1: went, or oh, if he no. was done after his freshman year. Yeah,
0: no, he's, he's a guy who can come and play.
1: Yeah, I I like Trey Man a lot though. He was he was the man on Florida. And Florida was a very underrated team this year. Oh yeah. And Trey Man is a very underrated player in the draft in my opinion. So I don't I think the 76 Sixers can afford to take a chance on him and he can also provide
0: some more depth for their team. I like that pick. That's a good pick for them. Yeah. Alright, so my last pick, twenty nine for Phoenix. I keep debating. Whether Nashon Highland or Josh Christopher for the Suns. I know they probably need a big guy so they could get JT Thor out of Auburn.
1: Yeah, yeah, but like we said, there's not.
0: They need guard there's, depth.
1: There's not very many good big men. In exactly. This and you know. there's not a
0: guy who can come in and back up Booker right now. Right. The only guy they had was Campaign, and he was CP3's backup. <laughs> right. There's, so I, I like the hometown guy. Stays in Arizona. They draft Josh Christopher out of Arizona State. Mm -hmm. They just bring in on a guy who they don't know what they're getting out of him yet. But if he can somehow be a backup for Booker and come out and scores a little bit, Mm -hmm. and he's a great slasher, I like the pick.
1: Yeah, I like that pick too.
0: All right, you're, you're rounding out our last pick for. Yeah,
1: so last pick of the draft. Oh, my gosh. I want to he's so bad, just do it all right, screw it. I'm taking my boy Iodiumu, my favorite <laughs> college prospect number thirtieth to the jazz. oh my gosh, how can you not like this guy dude uh, he's, he's a bucket he like he can do it he's another guy that can do it all you know really he's, can. he's his mid range shot is almost automatic. he's a really good floor general and mm-hmm. sets up his team really well um I I love Ayudasumo, and it blows my mind that he he's gonna fall um, to late twenties. Yeah, know? that's nuts. Like, yeah, that's, I don't know.
0: This like, draft is so deep, and it so can go deep. literally anywhere. No one. Will, oh my gosh.
1: Because in, in most drafts, in most drafts, I would say Ayudasumo is a top ten pick. You know. Oh yeah. Um, and I think. Oh my! It's it just blows my mind that the like the the player of the year is is going 30th dude Oh my yes.
0: god that is this insane is crazy. but
1: I'd assume we we'll watch out for him okay? he will
0: be a stud he's, he yeah. will be a stud there's no doubt about it
1: and another guy I just want to mention real quick is Miles McBride yep he's a vi- I, he's super underrated in this draft I think he could he could definitely go first round even though we didn't pick him but he's a really good defender and he's an underrated scorer as well he's just a pretty pretty solid all-around player so watch out for him too. Yeah,
0: this draft is deeper past the first round too.
1: Oh yeah, we could we could totally go into the
0: second round and I mean, still like, do 15 more picks oh, and yeah. still have 15 more guys we like. Oh yeah. But that's all we got time for today. Mm-hmm. We'll see you guys next week. Actually, we'll see you guys on Thursday. We might do a, a live stream for the <laughs> for the draft yeah. for a little bit. See so what's tune going in. on.
1: There might be some crazy stuff and. uh yeah, we never know if there's gonna be like any trades because there will oh, be. There's 100%. gonna be some some sort of trades which is gonna screw everything up that we just said. But yep.
0: And another thing, keep an eye out on that Jukes and Jumpers Instagram. Mm-hmm. No apparent reason, just, no. just just do it. Just keep an eye out. Just keep an eye out. All right, we'll see you guys next week.
1: Bye bye.